Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Also, check out FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. You get content without a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. The second half props are up on Prize Picks. Go to PrizePicks.com. Use the code FIVE, F-I-V-E. Of course, not second half, but it's like the last 20-something games of the season. So you can project how many times certain NBA players will go over certain stat markers. It's pretty cool, actually. And you can also, of course, play the other sports that they have up there, including NHL and MMA. Go to Prize Picks, Google Play Store, Apple App Store, or PrizePicks.com. But here's the key thing. Use that code F-I-V-E. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. And now, tonight's episode. Down to Biscay. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. We continue to get you ready for this home stretch of the season um, where the, actually the Miami Heat will start it on the road with three games, but then they're home for six against Eastern Conference teams that are all kind of in the mix after that but of course they start with milwaukee and charlotte and a back-to-back uh check out our recent episodes most of which were about kevin love we just did an x-factor episode a lot of tyler hero talk in that one this one's a little bit more general the floor plan i've got brady hawk you can follow him at brady hawk 305 and i've got greg sylvander you can follow at greg sylvander we're just going to talk about the high-end expectations of this team so i know some people are going to clip this and say we're sunshine pumping and all that but we're kind of doing that on purpose like there has to be a purpose to watch the rest of this season. Like if you just think this thing is going to flame out, you know, in the play in or the first round, then, okay, what are we really doing here? And I've said that I think that this high end expectation of this team is second round at this stage. I don't think that Kevin Love and Cody Zeller acquisitions move the needle that much in that respect. Even if you get Oladipo and Kyle Lowry playing well for this team in the backcourt and add depth there as well. I still think this looks to me like a second round out. But maybe I could be convinced. So we're going to talk a little bit about the high-end expectations for this team. And I'm going to go to Greg first. Like, if I was to say to you, like, if everything broke right and what would have to break right, how far could this team go? Because nobody was really projecting the Heat to get to the finals in the bubble. They came in as a fifth seed. They were actually kind of a fourth, but they dropped a game to Indiana and ended up dropping back to the five seed and then won a a four series. Uh, but what I would say, you like best case scenario here, you would say what? Uh, essentially, you're going to need dominant performances from your best players. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Dwayne Wade. You're going to need your mercurial point guard 
in Jason Williams to really uh, have a great playoff run and and play big in some of the big series against the best teams later. Okay, stop it. What are you doing here? We're in 06? I'm I'm showing you the path. No, okay. okay. No, no. So anyway, I shall pivot, but you got the point of where I'm heading here is that I'm starting off by saying that we've seen them do this before. So anybody who comes and says that this is going to be a sunshine pumping episode, there's precedent for a team that's been a little uneven all season coming together. So point made as I go on, the team catches fire and spends, um, let's say, a good two months shooting 40% from deep. You have Jimmy and Bam playing uh, at a high level. Tyler Hero is the... Uh, the third wheel and shows that he can um, obviously rise to the occasion against uh, heightened awareness from the defense and such and adjustments and that the role players are going to step up your, your big men. Like we could go through what the best case scenario is. This is the path that either a three, six matchup against Philadelphia or a four or five matchup against Cleveland, or if Brooklyn gets mixed in there, I think either one of those series Miami could take advantage of. And then you just have to hope your guys are right. And you, you know, you go against those top teams and you do it the way that the 06 team had to sometimes grind it out. Or even this last iteration of the heat that Jimmy Butler, you know, it was a three pointer away, right? The way they grinded themselves to that game seven, that's the way you got to approach it. But there's precedent. Well, there is precedent for expulsion teams being really good in March. Uh, I think what's weird about this now is that there's so little of the regular season left. Typically, when you get out of the All-Star break, or it used to be, there were like 35, 40 games left. Like it was pretty close to the halfway point of the season. Now we're talking about this isn't even a third of the season now. So it's there's not as much runway here to make a dramatic change to your season as there was before, but you mentioned the 06 team. Now there was a coaching change in there. There was Shaq getting healthy. Okay. So let's acknowledge that. But also there's the 15, 16 team that I talk a lot about, which Chris Bosch actually uh, the worst possible thing happened at the all-star break in Toronto, which is that Chris Bosch found out that he had a blood clot again. Uh, And, you know, then you lost him for the remainder of the season. There was distractions related to that. And, the Bosch crew was unhappy. People forget this now was unhappy at the heat for not putting him out there to the point that they were wearing t-shirts in the crowd in Toronto. And yet the heat just kept kind of winning like with Noel Deng at the five, uh, excuse me, the four moving in Joe Johnson and getting to the second round of the playoffs. Seventh game may have gotten further if, uh, if Whiteside, uh, you know, hadn't been hurt. I mean, let's just be honest about that. As much as Hassan got a, got a lot of bleep uh, from us and others that, that they would have had a chance and maybe justice Winslow wasn't playing center, uh, in the, in a game seven. Um, so I, I guess Brady, there, there are precedents to this. Um, there's also the precedent of the 16, 17 team that went uh, 30 and 11, the second half of the season. Like this has happened more times. There's a precedent of the 03, 04 team that made a, a heavy run in the second half of the year, uh, behind Dwayne Wade, Lamar Odom and that group and got to 42 and 40. And then the second round of the playoffs. So that is a lot of sunshine pumping. So, so you, you tell me like, what is the path here to this being a memorable close to the season? Yeah. In terms of like best case scenario stuff, I think Greg mentioning the shooting is probably the biggest thing because that is the biggest up and down factor here. And I think that's the thing that could kind of change the outlook of this team. Like that's can what put them uh, into the same category. They were basically in last year. If they're shooting around 40% from three and they all of a sudden catch fire, which you know, is not very likely when you look at the fact that they're at the literal bottom of the league. 
but we've seen it before with shooting in general. So it's like, not like impossible. Like if they could just catch fire with their role players, you know what their best players can do in terms of best case scenario stuff come playoff time. I was, you know, he was going through some of the bracket stuff like Philly and Cleveland are probably going to be some type of three, four, and it could flip. Cleveland could end up getting the three maybe, and they could flip back and forth, but either way, they're probably going to be the four home court teams. It's just about, I think getting into that five range. And let's just say you get a Cleveland in the first round. Uh, we talk about best case scenario. Best case scenario would be Philly taking care of, of, of Milwaukee beforehand. Like that would be best case scenario in general. But uh, you know, maybe you actually we we haven't talked about it from this angle. But like, let's just say I know Boston and Milwaukee could flip as well. And I know we're really looking ahead. But I've been making the case, and I've asked this like on a lot of different things. We were talking about this on playback. Who would you rather play, Boston or Milwaukee? I kind of believe Boston kind of runs the the rest of the season out and i think they probably end up in that one seed Agreed. so like from my perspective i think you'd rather see milwaukee and i keep saying that i think you'd rather see milwaukee than boston so like agree and you're not you're not re-angling yourself you're not trying to aim for a six seed but like would you rather a six seed than a five seed because then you can kind of aim for it in that way like it's just it's it it's a conversation to be had and both milwaukee and boston i think that's why you keep hearing second round out is because of those two teams and the way they look but you know, Milwaukee has not been healthy. I think they feel more comfortable against that drop with most of their players. You let Jimmy Butler figure that stuff out. So we'll we'll talk about schematic stuff, I guess, when we get there. But in terms of best case scenario, I guess that would be it. Uh, and I'll say the last thing in terms of best case scenario is uh, I think it really is just Jimmy Butler. And like we, I swear we've had this exact storyline play out so many times in Jimmy Butler's Heat tenure, where we sit here around this exact time and we say. Is Jimmy Butler breaking down? Does he not care anymore? Is he's he did teams figure him out? Like there was a point last year, I think there was like a game against Milwaukee where he looked absolutely horrible. Well, he can't do this anymore. The teams are figuring him out. They're closing off the rim. They're going to force him to take jumpers. How is he going to do this? And then he goes in the playoffs and goes into that mode. Like now that Nets game and the Dallas game this year, those two games that we walk away from, we're like, oh, they teams have figured out Jimmy. They start doubling him. Oh, Jimmy's kind of hobbling around offensively. And now we're in the 20 game stretch, final stretch of the regular season. And it feels like this is the time where every single time this is when Jimmy Butler does his thing. So in terms of if we're going to sunshine pump anything, it should be the fact that this organization is and will trust Jimmy Butler no matter what. And there's no reason at this point, you could talk the whole reason we talk about getting him help, but there should be no questions about Jimmy Butler down the stretch of this season. We could talk about them getting him in at a certain minute mark. It doesn't really matter. I think that's kind of the factor here. It's like, you just got to see what Jimmy – get Jimmy Butler into the into the dance and just see what he can do. Well, we talked a lot about Tyler Hero, and uh, the one thing I I forgot to – This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited – how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat 
today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill kind of get into with the hero discussion that you and I had, Greg, the other day, is that so much of the Heat's success over the course of the franchise's history has been about what their third guy has provided. I, I go all the way back to the discussions uh, back in the late 90s where it was, okay, is Jamal Mashburn going to replicate the things he does in the regular season in the postseason? And for the most part, until he left Miami and went against Miami, he did not. Okay, and then there were these conversations, you know, as we went forward, you know, to a certain degree, Eddie Jones kind of became a number three guy Mm -hmm. on on the team. You know, those those that 0405 team. And then when Dwayne went out, you know, Eddie could not step up. And then we we look forward and, you know, the big three era, that was a conversation about Chris Bosh quite a bit where it seemed like, you know, Chris would make a greater impact when the others were off the floor but not on. And sometimes he wouldn't win his matchup, whether it was uh, against Garnett or against Hibbert. And that's the way we characterized it. And so I kind of look at that this way. To me, you know, there are not a lot of big threes in the NBA anymore. Like it's mostly, uh, you know, two-man teams, essentially. 2.75s. Right, exactly. Like we don't see the big three. We see two guys. You know, that's why what Phoenix has put together looks kind of frightening to people. Because, if you know, we don't know what Chris Paul is a true number three guy anymore, full number three. But you have Durant and you have Booker. Uh, at the top and then you know you look at obviously the Clippers it's really we're talking two right like Westbrook is not that's not a big three everybody's trying to make teams into big threes they're not Denver doesn't really have a big three so to speak right Memphis doesn't have a big three Um, even and even Boston does not have a big three they've got a big two they've got a pretty really good supporting cast Milwaukee is the closest I think to having that but it's always been a health issue with Middleton you know, at times. And I don't think people look at that team the same way as the previous big threes, but they probably are the closest to that of any of the current teams. I don't think that Philadelphia characterizes, I think Maxi, everyone's trying to throw him in that mix, but hasn't been healthy enough and hasn't stepped up. And again, with Harden, I don't even know if it's a big two at this stage. So I, I, that that's why if you look at it, it's kind of like, okay, when I look at the best case scenario for this team, I kind of come back to yesterday's podcast, which is like, if you can get a Tyler Hero who takes a leap in the postseason and supports Jimmy and Bam in that way, then this team's ceiling rises, okay? I, because I, I think we know now Bam has risen his own ceiling, and so that's where he's at. we got to know what Jimmy's going to be. And so if that's the case, and yes, if you could draw a Milwaukee, let's say, and that's a team that Tyler is comfortable against, and he can have a series – and you have these other now kind of plug-and-play guys, and let's say they get a little something out of love. Uh, they Kelly Martin, more comfortable in his other role, and he and Gabe and Max can play looser together. Then could you beat a Milwaukee in a playoff series? Is Milwaukee unbeatable? I don't think they are. I think they're very good. I don't think they're necessarily as good as maybe the, their championship team, um, but I, I think they're reasonably close to it. But I, then I, I think this could be an Eastern Conference Finals team. So 
that's sort of how I look at it. Um, I, but I also look at this schedule coming out of the break and I'm like, they could go four and five. And a lot of this happy talk could be dampened very quickly. Like this is a road trip. Let's say Charlotte, they just lost in Charlotte. Uh, they, you know, they, they just lost to Milwaukee. Okay. And, yeah. and likely you're going to lose there again. So, and then they come home and they see in Cleveland, they're seeing Philadelphia and they're seeing New York <clears throat> and Atlanta has caught them sometimes, you know, or at least did recently. So I guess, Greg, when I look at it that way, I, I'm kind of like uh, these, these, these first few games out of the break are going to tell you a lot, I believe. 23 games. I keep coming back to that number. Um, and you know what it is? It's because I keep looking at the Miami Heat rest of season props on prize picks. Use the code five to get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. And it shows the Heat's number of games on all of the Heat player props. And it's that 23 number, right? And it's uh this is 23 playoff games because when you're now trim down i don't think the heat play another team on the road from the west i don't even know who from the west they that comes to miami there's probably a couple left to come through maybe um i'd have to look at the schedule this is really where the eastern conference bloodbath begins and like you're gonna have teams who are right next to each other in the standings moving up and down every game's gonna matter tiebreakers are gonna be crazy and this is gonna be the most frenetic end to a regular season heading into this um play in that we've ever had and so like to a point i think that it helps um and brady just uh chimed in with three more western conference matchups and i don't think those are on the road um so like yeah this is all about the east to end the season and it's the playoffs before the playoffs and i think that that actually ultimately helps Miami because they tend to play up to the competition, but also play up to the magnitude of the game or the moment. At least that's how I like to absorb this information. So I'm thinking that they're going to come out and be ready to uh, uh, approach these last 23, um, you know, with an eye towards, you know, making some real noise. All right, I'm going to let Brady close here after the break. Before we do, I want to mention another sponsor, Five Reasons Sports Network. It's Water Cleanup of Florida. If you've got a water leak, you can't find where it's coming from. You're dealing with water or mold damage in your home or business. Call Water Cleanup of Florida. That's 954-579-0356. Michael Robert, their team, will take care of all types of leak detection issues. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Water Cleanup, fully licensed, insured, certified to provide the one-shop shopping that busy homeowners and business owners require their base in Boca, but they can serve Dade and Broward counties as well, as well as the rest of Palm Beach. So call Michael on his personal cell, 954-579-0356, 954-579-0356, or, or WCUFL.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you, got, if you the got the schmutz, they got the guts. I had there to sneak in there, Ethan. Uh, sneaking in there. And, and the reason I, I delayed there a little bit is trying to figure out how to set this up. But I appreciate you, uh, you jumping in because I, I, I wasn't asleep at the switch. I'll let Brady close here. I'm going to let Brady have the guts here. Forget Greg. Give me a final scenario for the Miami Heat. A finals scenario. Me- <laughs> Meaning they the- get there like they did two years ago or three years ago, like they almost did last year. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero just absolutely kind of play to a similar level that they are right now into the postseason and kind of elevate. Like that's kind of the run. And maybe along the way, like I said before, like a Milwaukee or a Boston gets beat before you match up with them. Like that's kind of like the easiest thing to mention. But the last thing I wanted to close with to mention was the fact that We've seen this story play out as well in terms of when we talk about Eric Spolster and kind of the the final stretch and the stuff he does in March. The reason why I feel like this is so important, other than the fact that they need to win these games, other than the fact that I was just looking at their record because I was seeing all the home games they have in March, they're 19 and 10 this season at home and they're 13 and 17 on the road. So like getting some home games, they've been pretty good at home. And I don't know what that means for the fact that they're not going to have home court advantage. That makes things a little bit tougher. But either way, the final stretch of this season We've seen this last season when they made their run into, you know, or let's go back even to the bubble. When they made their run before the bubble, they made an acquisition, changed things up. They had things new. They headed into the bubble and they made a run with Jake Crowder and Iguodala. You look back to last season, things got a little bit stale. There was fights on the sideline. Like things were looking like they were not going in a good direction. They changed things up. They took Duncan out of the rotation, basically. They put Max Struess in the starting lineup. They changed rotations, like kind of patterns. Uh, to kind of put Tyler and Bam together more. And look what that ended up leading to in the postseason and into this season. Now this season, you see a Kevin Love kind of an acquisition. You see the fact that I think Gabe Vincent or Victor Oladipo are probably in the starting backcourt next to Tyler Hero heading into the postseason. So this has played out before where I think if we're going to eye anything and talk about sunshine pumping and trying to make a run, I think we need to really just look at the moves they make down the stretch of the season in terms of the shifts. Because as much as I always say on here, like the fact that you need like a – change of scenery of some kind on the basketball court, off the court with roster. Change of scenery can happen within the roster and just kind of shifting things that they have in past years. So the thing I'm watching is to see just how far they go with it because we could see if Kevin Love starts or not at the start. We could see what they do with Kyle Lowry when he returns, if he's going to be off the bench, if he's going to start. I just think they need to shift things up, and they've done it before, and that's what sparked so many runs. So that's kind of the big thing I think I'll be watching, I guess, down the stretch of the season. And that can lead into, I guess, a, a big-time playoff run. What would you say, Greg? Uh, the guts, uh, on the guts scale, where's Brady? Brady got the guts because I know he can draw up the plays that'll get them there. This is matchups. Uh, if they get the right matchups, they can advance. If everyone's healthy, Tyler Hero shows up. I felt like Brady has the guts. We have the guts. Best-case scenarios. Uh a lot of other people are probably going to be talking about the worst case scenarios. So we bring you the positivity on this episode. All right. Well, on this particular episode, uh, I'll let you guys get negative over the weekend. If they get swept in Milwaukee and Charlotte, cause I'm not going to be around for those two. Thanks to Greg. Thank- Giannis, by the way, which means they'll probably drop that initial game. That's well, that's exactly right. Right. Well, no, they did. They did beat them twice at home without, uh, without Giannis. So this sure. is the third time this year they've caught a non Giannis bucks. Um, Thanks, Brady. Thanks, Greg. Thanks to Water Cleanup of Florida. Thanks to Prize Picks. 
playback over the weekend. Check it out. It's going to be posted on the top of my Twitter feed over at Five Reasons Sports. Join us during the games and come hang out. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network.